Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Masterbooks podcast. I'm so glad you're joining me today. Today, we are going to talk about successfully preparing your homeschool student for graduation from high school. Rachel Smith is back on the show to talk to us about creating a successful plan for your students' education and graduation. So today, we are talking about all things graduation, getting ready to graduate. So the right courses, transcripts, diplomas, college entrance exams, record keeping, and more. So let's get started. Welcome to the Master Books Podcast, where we bring you conversations that will strengthen your biblical worldview and the faith of your family. I'm Jennifer White, publicist at Master Books, a division of New Leaf Publishing Group. As host of this show, I'll be opening the doors to the Master Books family library of books, authors, and curriculum. For over 45 years, our company has been about one thing, ink on paper to touch eternity. In a world increasingly at war with God, we are publishing to partner with you to disciple your family, the church, and the nations. So today on the show, I have Rachel Smith. She is Master Books Customer Service Supervisor and a homeschool mom of four. She has already graduated two of her daughters and continues to homeschool two of her sons. So thanks for joining us today, Rachel. Happy to be here. I'm so glad you're here to share your expertise. Tell us about your personal experience in helping students graduate from high school with master books. Okay. Well, my personal experience is that I have two daughters who are college students. My oldest is a senior this year in college. Um, she's studying elementary education. And then my second is a junior, and she is studying physical therapy with sports medicine. And so both of those girls use Masterbooks all the way through high school. I, well, my first one began using some of Masterbooks during her ninth grade year, and then primarily all Masterbooks during 10th grade. The second one offered junior high and high school, and they were very well prepared. They've, they've excelled in college. They've done well. They did well on college entrance exams. And so Good. then also I work with um, students who are other families who are homeschooling and I help them with their transcripts and college entries. I love that. So you've got a great uh, background to give us the information that we need today because we, I mean, at Masterbooks, we are creating this curriculum to help your family disciple your student, but also to make sure they're successful in life, in college and career. And you have your own personal experience that it does work. And then you get to talk to people that tell you that it does as well. So we love that. So some parents will be preparing their students for college while others are going, their student is not going to go to college. Talk to us about how that impacts the students' choices and the teachers' choices about their courses and how they plan. Absolutely. First of all, you know, it's very individualized. You do need to know your state laws and see what you're required to take by state. But even in that, they might tell you you need four science classes. So keep that in mind with your student, even for the career choice that they're thinking or the college they're planning to go to. You want to check with that college, see if they require any specific courses or prefer specific courses that would help your student to be accepted. And then as far as a career, same thing. What what are courses that would help them the most after high school for that career? And we offer a wide variety of unique classes that can be very helpful in all of the all of the subjects down through electives and everything. So 
check with those and it can be individualized for each student. Mm -hmm. Okay, so did your students, um, your own children, did they take specific things knowing where they were going or did they know what kind of career they wanted to have? My, my oldest, um, who is studying elementary education, she has always felt called to missions. And so we don't know. I mean, she's studying elementary education. Um, she is engaged in getting married to a missionary's son. And yes. so we don't know what the Lord will have furthering for her life. But yes, she did take some courses that um, were very helpful for her in that. One of those are comparative world religions course. Um, that once she told us, and then we have some other books that um, Master Books offers that are one of my personal favorites is Great for God. And that is a book that talks about specific missionaries and what they did for God. So once we knew those things for her, we did pick specific courses for that. My second daughter who's studying sports medicine, you know, honestly, the Lord worked this out because she was not, she originally was graphic design and she okay. began her freshman year with graphic design. So she did do some art classes and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. But then she switched to sports medicine and physical therapy, which kind of we were shocked by. But I feel like the Lord even directed those because she did our advanced pre-med course that oh. offered. That was just one that she picked when she had an option of her um, sciences. So I'm thankful that she took that advanced pre-med course, which is helpful to her now. That's yeah. excellent. So tell us more about what you see other families doing. If they know they're going to college, what kind of courses are they choosing at Masterbooks? Well, um, science is a big one as far mm -hmm. as if you know specifically that your student is going to be in a science and math driven type of career, then we do offer those sciences now all the way up to physics and okay. those are and then we have the labs through our masterbooks academy you can join yeah. that and get the labs that are very helpful so even even if you feel like in your area there's nowhere for them to go and do labs with others or within your home you just don't feel equipped to do those labs mm -hmm. that is a great way to get those labs in you, you can watch and do it right alongside and have that instructor and so that is one area that a lot of families are using with our Master Books Academy and with our sciences. And they're very thankful for those labs for their students that are going into those science and math courses where colleges are looking that they've gone all the way up to those upper levels um, with that. Same thing with our math going through. Uh, those are all very helpful for those students going into science and math. Language arts, English we have many options for that where you can focus on things. I, um, I personally have loved for my students that were going into college for that. I've loved the vocabulary, the Jensen's vocabulary and format writing for that because the Jensen's vocabulary makes it where even with college entrance exams, you can look at a word and you can know the different parts of the word not necessarily know that definition, but from just knowing those parts and things that you've learned in Jensen's vocabulary, you're able to make a very good guess on what that word means for, right. and that has helped for college entrance exams with my own children, I know. That's wonderful. So what about college entrance exams? How should a mother or a parent, homeschool parent, <clears throat> prepare for their child's college entrance exams? What do they need to be thinking about in the ninth grade or the 10th grade so that that exam thing is not going to be so stressful? We have a cumulative record mm -hmm. within this 
we have a transcript form. And so we have a template that you can use. This to me is where you need to start that freshman year. Pull this okay. template out and make a plan. You're not saying this is definitely what we're doing, but we're making a plan. And within here, you can see the different boxes. That's for each subject. Okay. So make a plan of, okay, this is where, where you plan to head with your career. This is where you plan to head with your college. These are some courses that you need to take. So let's make a plan for your math and let's write in which math courses you probably should take. Then let's look at your language arts and history and science and so continue on and make that plan based upon what their interests are for career, what is needed for those college choices. Um, obviously, this plan might change, but this is just this is just a plan. And then that gives you an idea where you have an outline of their high school years, of wh what your goals are. It's important to set goals, even as homeschool families. <laughs> and with and a lot of people are overwhelmed with those high school years. And once you have this goal, this plan, it's easy from year to year. You don't have to question what you're doing. You can just make adjustments as needed. And so that's what my number one recommendation is. Make a plan. This is a great we offer this. It's a great choice, but of course you can make your own as well. Just have some kind of outline of what you want to do those few years. Right. And for those of you who are not watching this episode, I'm going to put the links to the cumulative record in the show notes so that you can take a look at it and see if that's something you'd like to use. It's very inexpensive, but a very great tool to help you be prepared. And, and it starts, you can use it from the very beginning. It doesn't have mm -hmm. to start at the ninth grade. And there's more to it than just planning their academics, right? There's yes. tell us a little bit more about it. <clears throat> there are within it, you have different goals, like where you can write down even things like this is what they did best at this year. This is an area in their personal life where they improved this year. Mm -hmm. This were these were the books they read this year. That type of thing. Front and back. Okay. So on the back, it has a spiritual record, any Bible apologetics, any spiritual strengths and successes, any challenges and goals they had for that year. It lists physical strengths as well, which to me, that's really important. The physical part more when they're in those younger years, because I know as parents, we often forget when they made those goals of being mm -hmm. able to do things as little ones. And mine are all older now. So my, my youngest will be 15 next week. And okay. so they're from 15 to 21. And I know as a mom, I love when I just unexpectedly find something from those early years. So to me, this cumulative record is a great memento, even just for moms to be able to see what you've written in here for their physical strengths, their spiritual strengths. And then it has social strengths as well. That's fun to look back at as a mom. I wish I had had used this in those early years. Well, for me, looking at, you know, listening to you talking about it, it seems like it's also a way for you to celebrate your own success as a mother. This is what I accomplished that year with my child. One of the, you know, just some of the things that I accomplished, surely you're not going to have everything written in there that they did or that you impact the ways that you impacted their life. But you're getting to see encapsulated this um, picture of I did something right something <laughs> together. This works. Look at look what worked because you can get discouraged if something's happening that's challenging and forget that mm -hmm. this was, you know, there were good things. We did good things. 
Yes, absolutely. I know that I, all of us, we have ups and downs through mm -hmm. our homeschool year and it is important. I, I've right now in my life specifically, I'm working more on journaling that because there are days where I'm just down, um, whether it's in my personal life, spiritual life, school life. And I want to be able to go back and remind myself yeah. of those highs and okay, let's, don't, don't be focusing on the negative. Let's go back and look at those highs. And so, yes, this absolutely could do that. And then I know when my children graduated from homeschool, I mean, all of our fears is we're going to mess them up. Like every mom <laughs> I ever talk with, <laughs> whether it's my personal friends or moms through master books, um, Every one of us, when we get high school, especially, we're just afraid we're going to mess something up for them. And so I know when my children graduated, when they graduated, they were took those college exams. They had all of those scholarships and acceptance letters. It was just as much my celebration <laughs> as it was theirs. Like, we graduated. We've been accepted. <laughs> so, yes, absolutely. I love that. And I do encourage you all to celebrate your successes. One of my best friends <clears throat> has homeschooled three children and she's just finished this year with her third and she's coming to visit in a few weeks. So we're going to celebrate. We're going to have like a retirement party for her <laughs> because she's done with that part of her life. And we need to own it, you know, we need to celebrate it. So, okay. Back to high school. I want you to talk a little bit about some people fear that because our lessons and early stages of homeschooling are gentle mm -hmm. and maybe not so long, not we say, you know, they're not drill and kill. Um, they're designed to help the student learn to love to learn and to build up their confidence. But some people look at that and without seeing the big picture, think that our curriculum might not be enough. And what they're probably saying is when I get to the end of the road and people are looking at me as their teacher for their success, I don't want to fail. Mm -hmm. And so I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that. Like, how would you answer a mom who had that concern? Yes, it is gentle in the beginning, um, but it's needed. I, I can give you my personal experience. And this is usually what I do share with moms who call into Masterbooks or that I get to email with um, from my own two children. So my youngest son has some learning struggles. I, he was in traditional school for preschool and kindergarten and first grade. Mm -hmm. And we pushed him too much. He entered kindergarten at four years old and began a very rigorous kindergarten curriculum and then through first grade as well. I truly believe that developmentally he was not ready and I pushed him into that. And I, and we are still dealing with some of those struggles that I, that I think we caused early on. And so I'm seeing him now he's in ninth grade now, and he has progressed so much. Master books has made him a successful student. It has given him confidence to that he can do this. I will never forget the day that we sat at our dining room table and, and he said, I am smart. Oh. Um, and the emphasis was on the am like, you know, I, I, I am, I'm not dumb. I can do this. And it was because he developmentally just wasn't ready for what we were giving him before. Mm -hmm. And then now, and he thought he was dumb. And so then that he was defeated before he ever began. Mm -hmm. And so I'm very thankful personally for that. And I see that 
his progression and he is now doing very well as a ninth grade student. He has a couple of things that he's still behind on, but we're working through them. I have no doubt in my mind that Masterbooks helped to build that confidence in him, helped to build his learning at the level and pace that he needed Mm -hmm. and was gentle enough, not overwhelming to where now at ninth grade, he is for the most part where he needs to be and is able to move forward. my other students, so my daughters that are now college students, my son Asher, Asher, my second, my third child is done master books from upper elementary all the way through. He's a senior this year okay. and he has very successfully started college courses already his junior year. He was able to be duly enrolled. Um, so he definitely master books all the way, you know, upper elementary all the way through and here he is taking these college courses and some very difficult ones we chose the difficult ones so that he could do those at home rather than being (laughs) thrown into college life where college time is busy and Mm -hmm. so we chose those here at home some hard language arts courses history courses Um, he has done so well with those and not a not skipped a beat and with that so masterbooks is definitely so from my experience with a struggling student mm-hmm. and then also with an, an average student i've seen great success with both of them masterbooks has definitely been enough even with that gentler but it builds so gentle and then we start getting to junior high and then by the time they're in high school there's there are some great requirements on them from masterbooks right the time they're in high school and they're able to handle it mine have not had a problem with that i love that and i love that uh, master books developed this um, master books method that really takes the whole child into consideration and their development so that they can develop to that place of being so confident like your mm-hmm. son. And when, when children start with master books, what we see is that they love learning a lot earlier if that pressure is not there. And, you know, the same thing when they're younger, you were talking about, you know, he was older when, when you figured it out and you had to work on it. But even if a student, a young student is um, excels in certain subjects and doesn't need that slower pace, if you determine that, then you can in homeschool go as fast as you want to in that Mm -hmm. subject and as slow as you want to in another subject. I just think that's amazing. With that being able to excel through my second and third, Abby and Asher, both, Abigail was able to finish a a year early. That was never in the plan. It's just as she was, we just never stopped her. We let her keep going. Mm -hmm. Um, We weren't like, okay, this year's over. You don't have any more. We just, let's get the next book and keep going. And so absolutely when they can excel, that's, that's um, encouraging to them. Like we've already tried, it builds their confidence. And so I I agree hundred percent. I love hearing that. That's amazing. So Randy Pratt, the president of our company and a homeschool father of nine, gives homeschool teaching tips every week on our social media platform. Mm -hmm. I will link those below if you're interested in tuning in live for the live streams. But I would love for you to share something that he has shared over the years that you took to heart and put into practice in your homeschool that really helped you and your students. I have so many, okay. <laughs> but um, one we already talked about, you mentioned where 
each child is different and we have to look at the whole child. Mm -hmm. um, Randy really discusses that often, looking at the whole child. I come from an education background personally, where I stepped out of the classroom into homeschooling. And mm -hmm. I, I had to get out of that box. I was not looking at the whole child. I was looking at more at just the academics and what we have to do. He helped me so much with that, especially with my youngest son, with I need to look at everything. I need to look at them developmentally. I need to look at them spiritually as well as academically. So that he helped me with that. And then another thing he's helped me with is the spiritual is more important than the academic. Um, as a family, ultimately homeschooling, we have such a great opportunity with our children to have them with us and disciple them every day. And that is far more important than what they're learning in a textbook. Mm -hmm. He really has encouraged me through the years in that way of how, um, of course, as a mom and, I, and I'm a pastor's wife as well, I know that I am an example to them, but mm -hmm. he really helped me to understand even in our schooling, that's the most important thing. Right. Also don't compare. <laughs> Yeah. Don't compare what I'm doing to what everybody else is doing. Don't compare my children to everybody else's children. Uh, again, every child's individual. We're not competing against anyone. We're not having to measure up to anyone. We're not having to, we're not behind. We're right where we need to be. Oh my goodness. That is such good advice. Just imagine if you and I had gone, had our own education that way, where we weren't like, I've got to beat so-and-so or they beat me and they made a better score or what if, you know, somebody sees my grade or all that pressure that keeps you from having your mind free to learn, free to take in and be curious. You've got this anxiousness that's taking up way too much space and your curiosity goes so low. Yes. I know in my own home, my mm -hmm. older two, and then my young, so I have two girls and two boys. I feel like even because of these tips and helps from Randy, mm -hmm. my boys have gotten a completely different education than my girls did. Wow. My girls, I, I you know, you want to go back and redo at times and it's because mm -hmm. I have changed and sure. they, ha they had more of that academics, academics, academics. Um, Whereas my boys have had more of a the explore and learn and focus on you and type of thing. My girls got some of it, but I was still such in that box and not realizing the true priority. Right. And I think um, what's unique about our curriculum and our focus on econ paper to touch eternity is that we are helping there are two worlds. There's the kingdom and then there's the world that we live in. And the kingdom is going to last forever. So we're always going to make sure that is first place, you know, in the way that we are, the information we are presenting and the way we're presenting it as eternity. We're going to help your student be successful in the world in which they are going to be prepared to help more people have eternity with the Lord. It's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing to me to think of it that way, because generally education outside of this Christian biblical worldview homeschool is about being successful in this world, the way the world calls success, not the way the Bible explains success to us. Absolutely. So. I think of my children as they are adults 
and we're you know further down the road and far removed from the school years my desire my prayer for my children is that they're honoring the lord with their lives mm-hmm. and now even in these school days is the time thankfully for master books through every course every subject they are teaching them not just they are teaching them why the why do we believe this Mm -hmm. so i'm so thankful for that it's not just because my mom and dad told me to it's within the bible they're showing them through the bible why we we believe the things that we should believe and why we should serve the lord with our life i'm so thankful for that being within master books because i i my prayer again is as we're all adults as they're adults i'm looking at them that i just see four children who are honoring the lord with their lives mm-hmm. more than i see four children that know science or no math absolutely and that takes me back to the book you mentioned earlier great for god it's biographies of missionaries who might have been really small in the eyes of the world but the things they the way they gave their life and the things that god accomplished through them that ephesians 3:20 exceedingly and abundantly. They're incredible stories of love, incredible stories of God's power. And I encourage all of you to check it out. So I've got one last question for you. In your opinion, what is one of the hidden gems in the Masterbooks catalog that many people might not even know that we published? Well, we've met, we've mentioned it. Great for God, for sure. Yeah. So that would be just my own, like a personal reader that I enjoy and that I have given to my children and pass out to. I would show you a copy. I just bought two copies, but I've already given them away. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I should have had one handy. But um, so that would be one for sure. And then the second, again, I've given my copy away, but this would be more on the academic side. And that's the Christian Reading Companion for 50 Classics. Okay. Uh, tell us about that. So as as an English teacher for many, many years and covering literature, we need to have that biblical perspective of looking at literature and knowing about the authors and their their worldview and the worldview that's taught through that. And so there are 50 classics that are a lot of us have read, might be assigned through your child's school work, might be just culturally a, a book that gets talked about and referred to frequently. That 50 classics reading companion will go through those books, tell you about the authors, tell you, give you some Christian perspective of those classics. Mm-hmm. I think that's very needed, that Christian perspective of classics. We can't just ignore the classics. There's good and bad, and but mm-hmm. we can't just ignore them. We have to be educated on them. Absolutely. And what an opportunity in their future to be able to sit down and talk to people who loved the classics and maybe don't know the Lord mm-hmm. and or have a different idea rather than the biblical worldview for them to have a Christian perspective of it and be able to have that conversation that could lead to salvation, could lead to you know, not eternity, not just for one person, but every person that person touches in the future. Absolutely. And it's also a great work. We're often asked through our customer service about reading, reading Mm -hmm. books. It is a great resource to use in those high school years when you're needing to find outside reading for your student. You can use some of the books from the classics and then have this reading companion to help you as the parent and teacher to bring in more of that biblical perspective of those books that they're reading for whichever English language arts course you're using. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for giving us all of your wisdom on some of your wisdom in this 20, 25 <laughs> minutes that we've been together. But I'm so grateful that um, you're on the team. I'm grateful we get to work together. I'm grateful for your heart for God and that you are, you've got life testimony of children who are doing so well because they've used our curriculum and, and the other books, the apologetics, not just mm -hmm. the curriculum. When I used to work in the office at Master Books at Green Forest, Arkansas, a long time ago, and back then, we that was before we did homeschool curriculum. We have so many books, so many amazing books that will help you understand the Bible and defend the Bible. And I really challenge you to go to our website, masterbooks.com, and just check out our apologetics section, our creation section, our section on dinosaurs and Noah. There's so much more there that you may not know about. So check that out. And I just want to bless you in the name of Jesus and your family with wisdom and true humility and fear of the Lord that leads to riches and honor and long life. God bless you. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for joining the Master Books podcast. This was fun, and we are really glad you were with us. We invite you to check out masterbooks.com. We have a big library of books that will feed the faith of your family. And hey, subscribe to our channel so you won't miss an episode. We'll see you next time.